All right, welcome to another episode of Kiva Speaks. I'm here with you on this fine evening. It's evening now when I'm recording. I don't know what time it's going to be when you listen, but uh, hey, (laughs) we're here, aren't we? So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, tapping into your power. You know, how you can tap into the power of your mind, how you can reprogram yourself uh, like a computer. Because basically, that's what you are. You are a a living and breathing uh, computer. And you can reprogram yourself to get the things you want out of life and the results you want to see. I was going to be talking about how you are the god of your reality, how you can, how you are basically creating uh, yourself in real time. You're creating yourself. You're creating everything that you experience, and how you can harness that power uh, for your benefit. And then, of course, I'm going to dig into something um, political. Because uh, we have, uh, we got Justice uh, Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh got confirmed by the, uh, got confirmed to uh, the Supreme Court by Congress. Um, and we're going to talk about, you know, the uh, the veils and all this, all the uh, underlying things that I see uh, going on with that, with that situation. So let's jump right on into it. We're going to take a little break and then we're going to slide into our first segment. All right. All right. So we are back. We are back. Had a nice little, nice little break break there, a little jazz hand break. <laughs> um, so let's get right into it. Um, me talking about tapping into your power and how, like basically, you know, a lot of times we as, as humans, we, we feel like we're stuck in life. You know, we feel like we have kind of reached this uh, glass ceiling almost and we can't really break through. We know that there's something more for us, but we don't really know how to access it. And one of the ways we usually fuck up is we think that the way that we access it is through our circumstances or that our circumstances um, basically determine how far we go. But the truth of the matter is, is that we are the creators of our circumstances. Um, Every decision that we make creates what we experience. It may not happen today, but it'll happen at some point in your future. And um, even when it comes down to, you know, your incarnation, basically. And I thought this for a long time. I used to have a lot of resentment, you know, towards my, my parents, you know, because I felt that I didn't choose to come here. But the truth of the matter is I did, you know, I did choose to come here. And I chose how I was going to incarnate based upon the things that I wanted to learn in this lifetime. I picked my parents based upon the things that I wanted to learn. I picked the challenges that I was going to face basically in this kind of Olympic arena so that I could learn uh, the most in this lifetime and evolve into the type of person that I wanted to be. Um, And so usually the gifts that you're blessed with are the things that you often struggle with. Uh, Like me, for instance, I grew up feeling like I didn't have a voice. I felt like I was um, smothered. I got, you know, I got bullied a lot. I just, 
But I deep down, I always knew I was this really powerful person. I always felt like I was misunderstood. And I felt like um, it just felt unfair because I always had this kind of deep knowing about life that other people just didn't seem to get. And I was just I just felt like, well, why? Why am I here? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Why? You know, I didn't ask to come here. But now that I have gone, you know, through my my own levels of evolution, it makes perfect sense that I went through all of those things um, as a child, because my purpose is to speak. My purpose is to share that deep knowing about life that I've always had, that I didn't really know how to um, get across to people because people just, I was, I felt, always felt like I was so far ahead, far ahead of everyone else. And I was just kind of, basically I had to go through the motions, um, you know, with my peers, but it makes perfect sense now that I'm embodying my purpose, that I went through those things. And you have to understand that your power is not in your circumstances. Your power comes from within. So most of the time what we try to do is we try to fix the outward circumstances to feel powerful. We, if we feel weak, we try to make more money. If we feel weak, we try to get in a relationship with someone that will love on the parts of ourselves that we don't know how to love on. We'll try to get a better job. We'll buy a bigger house. We'll get a bigger car. You know, we'll have, we'll even have children so that we can find a sense of purpose that we haven't found, uh, figured out a way to bring out of ourselves. Uh, but it's the other way around because everything that manifests in the physical happens on a mental plane first and foremost. Just like even when you're, you're, Uh, Coming into this world, you started off as a thought in someone's mind before you were you became a physical being, you know, even something simple as a table or a a, a coffee mug. Someone had a vision of what that coffee mug or that table would look like in their mind before they created the physical manifestation of it. And so tackling your circumstances to um, make yourself feel powerful is ass backwards. It's literally ass backwards because the the physical manifestations are in the past. They're already done. You have to tap into your presence of your mind and your imagination to create the future. And once the future is here, which is still the present, but you get what I'm saying. Once the future is here, you know, you don't get the table and then try to figure out how you thought of the table. Um, and you, you really can't use the table for anything else. It's here. You've already birthed it. And so the only way to really tap into yourself, you have to go inside yourself. You have to understand that everything that you create is coming from your mental, your psyche. And that's where you have to, uh, you have to get into a place where uh, you understand the power of what you're thinking. Because you don't have to believe every thought that you have. Okay, you can pick and choose just like if you're at a, on a menu, you get a menu and you get to decide what you want to eat. You don't have to take everything home. You can choose what you want to believe in and whatever you believe in becomes true for your life. It doesn't matter because the thing of, you know, things being positive or negative is a matter of relativity. Someone on one side of the coin can see something that you see as good as a terrible situation. And on the flip side, someone someone can see something that you think is a terrible situation as salvation. You know, just like, for instance, 
for for me making $150,000 a year will be amazing. But for someone that is used to making 4 or 5 million dollars a year, that would be nothing to them. That would be no different from someone that makes $75,000 a year going to making, you know, $35,000 a year. They can both both of those situations can be viewed depending upon the person's perspective. And you have to um understand the power of your thinking. Your th- your thoughts are what create your reality. And you have to start programming your mind to take the uh take the um the steps that you wanted to take in the in the physical reality because words are spells. That's why it's called spelling. Okay? So when we speak or think something, we basically put ourselves in a trance that we live out on some level. You And most of the time when you're walking around as an unconscious being, which I was for a long time, I wasn't even conscious of the fact that I, the, the way that I thought created my life. I thought it just kind of happened to me. And most of us kind of think that life, when we know, you know, you got to work hard to get the things you want, blah, blah, blah. But you, when you really tap into the, the ability to start watching what you're thinking and you start to see it manifest in real time, just like, for instance, you think of someone and then they call you. We're in a time of incredibly powerful energy right now. And, and you can either be taken under by it or you can use it uh, and harness it and take yourself to all types of new levels of manifestation. Because what used to take years to happen or months or days will literally happen in seconds because I've seen myself um for instance it was one one particular time I'll tell you a story one time I was uh looking for somewhere to throw something away and I I didn't want to do it um in a dumpster that was like out in the open I, I I kept getting all of these people that were basically like crossing my path. So I was driving and then I would see one particular dumpster and I was like, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. And then within, you know, two minutes, another one would come up. And then I was like, I don't like that one. And then two minutes later, I got, I got cut off, not cut off, but um, I saw some garbage men in traffic that I could have gave it to them and they could have threw it away for me. And then I was like, well, no, I don't like that either. And then literally within a span of maybe 10, 10 to 15 minutes, I got like six different options, all because I was just focused on it and I was searching for it. And you can play this game with yourself, you know, start with like parking spaces, you know what I'm saying? To start with parking spaces and something, something that's where the stakes aren't really that high and just drive around and hold it in your mind that you will have a parking space. Like say, like for instance, I live downtown, so I have to search for a parking space wherever I'm, I'm uh, uh, whenever I'm coming home. And I play this game a lot myself, where I'll drive around. It doesn't matter what time of a day. It could be at a particular time of day where it's it's usually guaranteed that I'm not going to find a spot. Usually everybody's home from work at this time. You know, maybe like it's 8 p.m. Everybody's home from work. It's a it's a weekday. Nobody's really leaving. If they found a good spot, they're probably not going to leave it. And then it could be two in the morning. You know, same situation. Most of the time, people are at home for that particular time of night. And doesn't matter what time of day it is, I hold in my mind the vision of what I want. 
I want a spot in front of my place or that's within a decent amount of walking distance to my place. And usually every single time it happens and um, I get it, you know, nine times out of 10, I'll get a spot right in front of my crib. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. And because I hold a vision in my mind of exactly what I want and uh, I'll get it. You know, and um, you really have to, you know, really pay attention to the things that you're thinking and the things you're saying, you know, like people joke about, oh, I'm broke. You know, they'll play around and and say these things, but you're you're, home. You don't play with stuff like that. You know, don't play around with the thing. Don't play around and joke about or say things that you don't want to come true. Because your, your subconscious mind is going to take that in as information and it's going to create some shit for you that you ain't going to want to experience. And it's like people that always joke about how they're broke, they always complain about how they don't have no money. Well, how the fuck, what else do you think going to happen? <laughs> you, you always saying you broke, you, of course you ain't going to have no money. You keep, you're speaking the opposite of what you want over your life. But then we say, okay, well, I got to be realistic. What's more realistic than understanding that your thoughts create your reality? How much more realistic than that can you get? (laughs) You're living in a fantasy world if you think that the things that you speak and think don't come true. That's not being realistic. But pay attention to the things that you're thinking. Pay attention to the things uh, that you're saying in your mind. Listen to the stories. Really, really become attentive to the stories that are playing on autopilot in your mind, like a broken record. The stories that are not serving your your highest good. You know, oh, I'm so lonely. Oh, I, I, I can never get things right. I'm, so, you know, I'm, I, I'm such a fuck up or, you know, I'm, I'm broke. All of these things that don't serve your highest good. St- start paying attention to those things. Start paying attention to the stories that are repeating. And you have to start rewriting your script. Once you start becoming aware of the stories that are playing in your mind and the script that's being basically acted out in your mind, then you can start to say, oh, wait, no, I need to take this piece out. I need to rewrite this section of the movie because this, ain't, this isn't working. And only when you become aware of what you're, you're thinking and you're saying and consciously, then you can take control of rewriting and putting into place the things that you do want. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit on, you know, tapping into the power of your mind. And the next, in the next segment, I want to talk about, you know, how you can, different ways that you can rewrite that script um, and different ways you can reprogram your mind and your psyche so that you can start to see the things that you really want to see in your life. All right. So let's take a little break and we'll be back. All right, let's get back into it. So let's talk about how to reprogram yourself like a computer. One of the things that fucked me up when I started, you know, uh, started my journey, so to speak, towards uh, becoming my highest self and really finding myself was that I'm a computer. I was like, damn, I never thought about this shit. Like, I never thought about it this way. You are legit. We are all legit walking computers because all we do is process data in different forms all day. We process information. 
We process emotions. We process energy. You know, we process information uh, and basically, you know, spit it out as programs, you know, and we create experiences based upon these programs that are running in our computer. And your body is um is the hardware basically and at the same time you know your 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 software and your your hardware can get viruses you know you can get a fuck up in the system that keeps you from computing the way you can keeps you from computing at the, at your highest level and most of the time these viruses are negative thinking you know beyond you know in the physical you get sick you know sometimes but all of these ways, are, are, all of these are things that are red flags for you to change something that you're doing. And that's why they come up. They come up so that you can alter your programming. And there's many different ways that we program ourselves on a daily basis that we, we may not understand. You know, one of the biggest things is food. Uh, and another thing is your thinking. The programs that are running uh, in your mind as your thoughts directly impact the actions that your physical body takes. It's just like if you want, if you have a goal that you want to succeed at, say you want to go to the gym, right? You want to start going to the gym. You want to start working out. You want to start taking better care of yourself. You won't be able to do that until you believe that you can do that. If you're running a program in your mind that says, oh, I'll never keep up with this. I'm going to just go today and then I'm going to fall off the wagon like I always do. I'm not motivated. I'm not going to be able to stick to it. If that's the program that you're running, nine times out of ten, you're not going to be able to get your physical body up to get in the car and actually go to the fucking gym. So you have to change the thinking. You have to change the program. And even if you don't believe it at that particular moment, Repetition is what is going to help you stick it basically into your subconscious so that it can, your, your mind can take it over on autopilot. And so, you know, beliefs are just thoughts that we've practiced over and over and over and over again. That's simply all they are. Beliefs can be changed, but you have to practice. You have to practice the thoughts that you want so that they can become the beliefs that serve you. And so you can reprogram yourself via food. You can reprogram yourself um, via your thinking. You know, affirmations are a great way to start to basically trigger new prompts in your mind to change the stories that you're telling yourself. Write out what you want to think and repeat it to yourself over and over and over and over and over again. And you can start to rewrite parts of that script like I was talking about and take out Basically, you can cancel the program and replace it. And uh, there's many, you know, many different ways you can do it. Music is another thing. Music is another way, another very powerful uh, way of programming yourself. And, you know, that's why a lot of, you know, a lot of music out, especially like rap music, um, new, you know, a lot of the new rap music is at very low frequencies. And it's done by design because they can program you that way to do certain things, to think certain ways with these low vibrational um, thoughts, not thoughts, but these low vibrational uh, beats and compositions. They can put in there 
and, and basically change the whole way you see yourself, the whole way you see your, the world and all of that. Music is extremely powerful. And one of the, way, one of the things that I like to listen to, I like to listen to uh, binaural beats um, because there's different frequencies uh, to all music. It's just like, you know, everything has a wave energy. You know, everything is energy. Your body is energy. And the earth, your heart, different parts of you um, vibrate at a certain frequency when they're healthy, you know, because your heart beats at a certain, uh, a certain frequency. And you can look up these frequencies and you can look up the frequency that the earth basically vibrates at and you can listen to things that vibrate at that same frequency to help tune yourself because you're ju- you're an instrument as well just like how you you can tune you know a guitar or you can tune uh anything uh tune a piano you can tune yourself you can you can tune yourself with a tuning fork you know you can all of these things can be used to help reprogram the computer that is you um classical music is one of the one of the um, things I like to listen to before I'm going to sleep because it helps me have really vivid dreams um, because classical music has a really high frequency uh, to it. Another thing is, is solfeggio music. You can look up solfeggio, and I think it's spelled S-O-L-F-E-E, no, F-E-G-G-I-O. Uh, solfeggio music is good, binaural beats uh, at various frequencies because there's a frequency that you can use for uh different things. Say you want to overcome fear, there's a frequency for that. You know, if you want to open your heart chakra, there's a frequency for that. Uh, And you can YouTube all of these things. Um, What is the other one? Gregorian chant. You know, one of my mentors put me on to Gregorian chant, which is like that. You know, like like, uh, the shit that they sing in uh, like Catholic churches, I think. Uh, that's another very, you know, high frequency. And all these things can kind of help you, you know, level up your, your vibration. Because if you're vibrating, in order for you to access new planes, you have to tap into the vibration of that plane. You can't get there from a low place. And so these things can kind of help you tune yourself up. Uh, foods that have, have vitality. If you eat, if you don't want to feel dead, and you have not gotten to a place of mind over matter, basically then eating dead foods is not going to help you feel alive. If you are struggling with energy, if you're struggling with motivation, eating things that are dead and also lack motivation and also prepared by people that lack motivation is not going to help you because the energy from that animal or the energy from whatever it is passed through the hands of somebody who probably fucking hates their job, they can't stand it, right? And then it passes on to you and you consume all of that. You consume all of that energy and you've now programmed yourself with an energy frequency that is not serving you. So eat, eating things like vegetables, eating things like fruits, things that are, are, have actually been under light, have uh, been in the ground and been grounded and have been watered by the elements. You know, they've experienced the elements of, of nature. All of these things are going to help you reprogram yourself. So those are just some different ways that you can you can reprogram yourself like a computer. You are a holistic system. So the mind, the body, and the spirit can all be reprogrammed via different different vehicles to help you get uh, different results. Because if you want different results, you can't keep doing the same things. You have to elevate yourself uh, and use different things to help elevate yourself to do that, basically. So that's a little bit on um, reprogramming yourself like a computer. 
let's move on into our next segment, which is uh, basically you are the God of of your reality. Before we do that, though, let's take a little breather and then we'll come right back. Let's talk about how you are the God of your reality. Now, there is a higher being, a higher energy source, a field that we're all connected to, all living things uh, are connected to. However, all of us are an extension of that power. And it's like a painting, right? Or any sort of work. I mean, you can look at your life. You can look at your life. You can look at your children. If you have children, you know, anything that you make, even something as simple as a journal entry that you wrote, that it is impossible for that journal entry to exist without your essence. That journal entry is an extension of you. And therefore, it is you because it came from from within you. And so when you look at God, whatever you want to call it, because I I use the term God because it's what most people can uh, relate to and what most people can conceptualize. But I don't know what that power is. I don't know if it's a, a collection of of energy, energetic beings, if you will, if it's just a a, a a field of energy, I feel like it's just really a field of energy because I'm I'm starting to get into you know quantum physics, which really that's what quantum physics talks about. Quantum physics is basically spirituality explained through science, in which they're both one and the same. When you really start to get deep into spirituality, you start to realize that spirituality and science are basically the same fucking thing. And when you break it down into the sense of how can I be, I can't, it's impossible for me to be the extension of something without the spirit of that, that, that thing being within me lets me know that I'm also a God. I am the God of my world because I can create and destroy at any moment I choose to. I've witnessed it. You know, I, whatever I, if I want something, I can build it. If I don't want something, I can destroy it. I have that much power and you do as well. We all have this incredible power as creative beings, um, that most of us, we barely tap into it. We barely touch the surface of what we're capable of, uh, because we've been tricked into this idea that our power rests outside of us. Whether it is, you know, going to church, you know, and, and worshiping, you know, the God that's outside of you, you know, you, you don't understand, you come to understand what well, you come to believe, not understand, but you come to believe that your salvation is outside of you. Your salvation lies within you. And once you understand that, then everything kind of starts to make sense about how the world is being controlled and you know, how the, the, the major players are, are, are kind of pulling all the strings because they've convinced you that you are this weak little peon 
they can't really create much disruption. You don't really have that much power to create change and that it's up to these much more powerful people that you've basically deified in your own mind, because that's how the power of the mind works. You believe that they're powerful, so that they so they are. Whatever you believe becomes true. If you believe someone has power over your life, then they will. You've given it to them. But you are mo- most of us are unconsciously creating our life. You think that it's someone else doing it, but you're the one that's actually doing it. And when you come to grips with that, oh my God, man, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> when you come to grips with that, you really understand, damn, I'm powerful as shit. Like I've been sleeping on myself this whole time. You create everything you experience because whatever you say so becomes so. I mean, that's really what it is. If you think something is bad, then it is bad. If you think something is good, then it is good. If you think that you can overcome something, then you will. If you think that you can't overcome something, then you won't. That's how powerful you are. You are so powerful that whatever you think and say becomes the reality of your life, good or bad, good or bad. And that's where you have to take the responsibility of being your creator. You are the, you are your creator and you are that thing you're creating at the same time. You know, you, you're, you're, you're basically consciousness that is witnessing itself. And that's the reason why you were created basically because you're learning, you're coming to learn yourself. You want to know yourself and you basically created a physical avatar to walk around in this illusionary world so that you could come to understand your power and come to understand uh, who you are. So really, you know, really start to witness how what you think about becomes true. And then you will start to really notice your the, the powerful abilities you have to manifest things simply by thinking about them. Because whatever, you're, whatever you focus on grows. And, and the universe doesn't speak in good or bad, okay? The universe speaks in focus. And that is what true unconditional love is. Unconditional love is creation, not stepping into the way of what you want. Because you, you, you are the creator. So there's no, there's no force coming to save you, so to speak. You have to save yourself. And so when you think about something and, you know, it happens, it's not, it's not punishment. You know, if, it's, if you think about something and it happens and it's, you know, bad, right? It's not punishment. It's love because the universe doesn't say, oh, Kiva meant this. So we're going to step in, disregard her creative power and give her something else because I'm, I'm the creator. I'm the one that's making this, making this happen. And so when something happens that I don't particularly like, I have to examine what I was thinking about because every time something has something bad has happened to me, I was expecting it to happen on some level. And that's a bitter pill to swallow. Sometimes we don't want to we don't want to face that realization because when you face that realization there's no one to blame. There's no one to blame, but on the flip side of that, 
It's an incredible amount of power that comes along with that. And when you come to take on responsibility, full responsibility for your life, you can understand that you can literally do anything you want to fucking do. And if you don't take responsibility for that power, you can walk around in the world unconscious and you and you can blame other people, but that that isn't going to all that is going to do if you blame someone else, it it makes you right, okay? It makes you right, but does it create progress? Does it help you tap into your power to blame someone else for your circumstances? It doesn't. All it does is make you right. And that you can't cash that shit at the bank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is cool to be right, but what what how is that serving your soul's growth? It doesn't at all. So really come really understand that you are are creating your life. And if you want to if you're willing to step up to the plate of that responsibility, there's nothing that you can't do because you are the dictator of where you go and where you don't go. It all begins in your mind. Everything begins in your mind. And so let's take one more break before I get into this last segment, then end this off with a uh, a song. Let's take one more break, and then we'll come right back to discuss uh, more chaos in the uh, in the Trump presidency. All right, so let's talk about our last uh, segment here. We talk about Mr. Brett Kavanaugh was uh, confirmed as a Supreme Court justice. It was a very tight vote in uh, the Congress, but he got confirmed um, despite what I saw as a very, um, it seemed like a very calculated attempt to just kind of tear this man down. Like, to be honest, I feel like if Trump had, Trump could have nominated Mother Teresa and and they would have found a way to to spin it to say it it was wrong and and the person was you know fucked up or whatever um i pay attention to how things you know hit in my heart space i'm not one of those people that needs a lot of analysis cuz i'm very i'm a very intuitive person and i understand that that doesn't necessarily uh hit well with many people that are used to uh dealing with the the physical plane without really tapping into their spirit. Um, I live in my heart space, and I pay attention to how things hit my heart space as to whether I, I judge it as to be authentic or, or, or the truth for me. Because our truth relies, our truth rests in our heart. And my truth doesn't have to be your truth. Your truth doesn't have to be my truth. Um, what's true for me is in my heart, and that's basically what it is. You know, I don't I don't rest my my uh, observations on what other people tell me um, is true for me. Because it's just like, if you have something that you want to do, and people, millions of people can give you advice, you know, but you are the only one deep down that knows what you should do, you know, what what decision you should make, which decision is going to work for you. Because what works for you may not work for somebody else. You have to honor your truth. It's yours. So anyway, just from, you know, witnessing it, and, you know, the typical facts, because, you know, I don't trust the media for shit. I don't, whatever that they, whatever they're telling me to pay attention to is usually the opposite of what I should pay attention to, um, because that's just how they work. You know, they're, they're, um, they work that way to basically manipulate the emotions and to basically suck energy out of you. That's what they do. They trigger you. The media triggers you. 
Then you pay all of your attention to whatever you got triggered about, and then they absorb it. They absorb it, you know, in the form of ratings, in the form of that they eventually turn into money, into currency, and to maintain their power, you know, over your psyche. So when it, just for me watching it from a, a distance, it seemed like it was a very um, calculated thing what they were doing to try to paint this man as uh, this villainous person. Um, it just didn't seem... It didn't seem like it was coming from a place of, of truth for me. Um, I understand this whole idea that, you know, you're always supposed to believe women. But I don't really believe that. You know, I'm a woman myself. And I've been, you know, uh, a victim of sexual assault myself. But even still, I don't, I don't believe anybody is beyond, um, you know, lying. You know, and even if, you know, because there's this double standard you know, in society where you'll believe, you're supposed to just automatically believe a woman. If she says she was, you know, raped or if she says she was, you know, sexually assaulted, you don't question her. You don't question that she, she, she could be lying. That's disrespectful. That is victim shaming. That's this, that, and the third. But I know some, I know some situations from people uh, in real life where a woman lied, didn't tell the truth. And, you know, we can even go take this back. And I think it's because he's a white man, okay, because he's a white man. And we're, you know, we kind of go on this mask of, you know, racism, which racism is just a fucking distraction that they use to keep the masses divided. But we'll talk more about that on other episodes. But um, I think it's because because he was a white man. It's like we automatically believe what the woman is saying because white men have this history of lying, raping and pillaging people, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but then we flip this coin. There are, you know, there have been black men that have been framed by white women that claim that they have been, you know, sexually assaulted. I mean, you look at perfect examples, Emmett Till. Emmett Till, it come, it came out. It really like I think in the last like few fucking years or something. The the woman who who basically was behind this this innocent um boy's lynching comes out in her old age and says, oh, I made it all up. What the fuck? Why are we not putting her under a jail somewhere? Why are we not putting her under a jail somewhere? So I don't believe this notion that you should always, you know, believe women, um, you know, without any evidence, you know, with, because anybody is capable of lying. Anyone is capable of lying. And just for me, where it hit in my heart space, I didn't feel like it was coming from uh, a genuine place. I really didn't. I felt like it was uh, it was orchestrated to push forward um, an agenda that creates even more, that continues to create a division, you know, amongst not only just blacks and whites, but men and women, you know, just creating this just circus of chaos. Because whenever there's something going on in the media, this this magnitude, there's something going on behind the scenes that they're distracting your attention from. Um, so he got confirmed, you know, and it brings me to this point of the uh, the Democrats. I saw somewhere that, uh, in an article, I think it was Washington Post somewhere, that said, okay, we got we have to get more radical. If the Democrats get any more radical. They want to. I, I firmly believe Democrats want a fucking civil war to happen, because they're like panicking. They don't know what to do, um, and this is the same thing that happened, you know, back in in slavery. Like, 
they they're losing their shit. They don't know what to do. The, the the veils are coming up on their extremism, on their radical nature, on their violent nature, and uh, their racist tendencies. All of these veils are coming up, and they're like they don't know what the hell to do to keep the you know to keep the truth to keep the floodgates you know from pouring out. And so now they're basically resorting, you know, to violence. You know, and uh, if you look at these organizations like Antifa and these uh, like paid protester groups um, by these powerful elite, they get out in the street and they basically they physically harass people. And it's painted in a it is painted in the media as it's justified. I don't see this happening uh, on the right side. I don't see this covered, you know, much in the right side um, about you know, you have the far right, you have the alt right or whatever the fuck they call them that, you know, basically can be, you know, violent or whatever. But the 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 these organizations that are funded, you know, basically backed by liberals are just getting they're getting progressively more and more violent, you know, to the point, you know, doing things like they 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 won't let people eat at, you know, restaurants, you know, people can't even sit down and have a meal, you know, threatening, you know, threatening their lives. And then, you know, there's this message, this undercurrent message like, well, they've been doing people wrong for all this time, then it's justified, you know, that they get what they basically had coming to them. But you don't you don't fight fire with fire. You know, like like the saying goes, an eye for an eye, you know, basically leaves everybody blind. You don't fight fire with fire. You don't that's just not how you you extinguish these things. But the truth will continue to become the, the truth will continue to come out into the light and as uh knowledge is is spread and people start are starting to think and wake up and, and research things on their own. Um because I don't think that's how things have changed ultimately. I don't think things I don't think things have changed ultimately through, you know, violence. Things have changed within. You know, the outward thing doesn't work because that's what we talked about in this whole episode. The, 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 the physical changing of the circumstances doesn't change the psyche of a people. It starts from within. And so people's minds are starting to open up and, and these veils are starting to lift on um, things that are, are, are being shown that they're not what they once seemed. And uh, it's just going continue to continue to happen, as I've spoken about. Many times before, I think that's what Trump's presidency is doing. Whether you like him or not, the truth is being shown in broad daylight. And I think that's a really great thing for uh, the times that we're in right now. Because we're moving into a time where you're going to have to learn how to live in your heart space. The times of living in your head are, are gone. You know, we're moving into the age of Aquarius. Okay, I'm an Aquarius was put here to do this work. <laughs> okay. So we're moving into a time where you're having to, you're going to have to learn how to develop a very deep relationship with yourself and to learn how to trust your intuition and learn how to listen to your heart, because that is going to be your compass in these chaotic times. And the ones that don't know how to listen to themselves and don't know how to turn off the fear and not listen to the fear that is being pumped and thrown at you by the media, by you know Hollywood, by all these people that are telling you to always be afraid. People that are always telling you to be afraid don't have your best interests at heart. You, anyone that's telling you what you should be afraid of is not does not have your best interest at heart because fear is used to control and fear is used to manipulate. And 
that's how I can, that's how I discern if somebody is, is, is really, is, is really for the good or if they, they, they trying to take my power, they trying to use my power. And, uh, yeah, just just pay attention out here. All the everything that you need is in it. They put it out in broad daylight for you to see. So that's my um that's my take on the whole Kavanaugh thing. Um Yeah, let's end this thing out with a uh with a song. And until next time, y'all be blessed, y'all be peace, and I love you. <laughs>